Hey tribe, and welcome back to the Empower Yourself with MLG podcast. I'm your host, Mandy Lagrange, and this is episode number 22. Have you ever worked on a vision or a goal and given it a lot of time, effort, and resources, and then at some point you just feel like you couldn't take it anymore, that you could not go on for even one more second? You've been at it so long, and although you can maybe even feel the end is near, you are just so irritated with the whole process and tired of not having anything to show for it, and you start to contemplate whether it is maybe time to call it quits and move on to something else that will inspire you again. Now, before you do that, hear me out first. to share a story from Napoleon Hill's book, Think and Grow Rich, which has been a mental anchor for me many times when I wanted to give up, and I'm hoping it will do the same for you. It's called Three Feet from Gold, and I'm actually going to read this passage from the book, because why rewrite a story, right? (laughs) Okay, so buckle up, kids. It's story time. One of the most common causes of failure is the habit of quitting when one is overtaken by temporary defeat. Every person is guilty of this mistake at one time or another. An uncle of R.U. Darby was caught by the gold fever in the gold rush days and went west to dig and grow rich. He had never heard that more gold has been mined from the brains of men than has ever been taken from the earth. He staked his claim and went to work with a pick and shovel. Now the going was hard, but his lust for gold was definite. After weeks of labor, he was rewarded by the discovery of the shining ore. He needed machinery to bring the ore to the surface, and quietly he covered up the mine and retraced his footsteps to his home in Williamsburg, Maryland, and told his relatives and a few neighbors of the strike. They got together money for the needed machinery and had it shipped. The uncle and Darby went back to work the mine. The first car of ore was mined and shipped to a smelter. The returns proved they had one of the richest mines in Colorado. A few more cars of that ore would clear his debts. Then would come the big killing and profits. Down went the drills and up went the hopes of Darby and uncle. And then something happened. The vein of gold ore disappeared. They had come to the end of the rainbow and the pot of gold was no longer there. They drilled on, desperately trying to pick up the vein again, all to no avail. Finally, they decided to quit. They sold the machinery to a junk man for a few hundred dollars and took the train back home. Some junk men are dumb, but not this one. He called in a mining engineer to look at the mine and do a little calculating. The engineer advised that the project had failed because the owners were not familiar with fault lines. His calculation showed that the vein would be found just three feet from where the Darbys had stopped drilling. And that's exactly where it was found. 
The junk man took millions of dollars in ore from the mine because he knew enough to seek expert counsel before giving up. Most of the money which went into the machinery was procured through the efforts of R.U. Darby, who was then a very young man. And the money came from his relatives and neighbors because of their faith in him. He paid back every dollar of it, although he was years in doing so. Long afterward, Mr. Darby recouped his loss many times over when he made the discovery that desire can be transmuted into gold. The discovery came when he went into the business of selling life insurance. Remembering that he lost a huge fortune because he stopped three feet from gold, Darby profited by the experience in his chosen work. His simple method was to say to himself, I stopped three feet from gold, but I will never stop because men say no when I ask them to buy insurance. He owes his stickability to the lesson he learned from his quitability in the gold mining business. Before success comes to most people, they are sure to meet with much temporary defeat and perhaps some failure. When faced with defeat, the easiest and most logical thing to do is to quit. And that is exactly what the majority of people do. More than 500 of the most successful people America has ever known told the author their greatest success came just one step beyond the point at which defeat had overtaken them. So I read this book probably 10 years ago, and this story still pops up in my head when I feel like I've had enough. Now, in the story, he talks about how failure or defeat makes us quit. And although that is probably the main reason, it's not the only one. And you need to know what it is that makes you quit. I've learned that I'm not necessarily afraid of failure because I know that's just a natural part of the process. But what gets me every time is boredom. I love the excitement and unknown of a new project. And then once I become comfortable and just have to do the same things over and over and over again without having a lot to show for it, that's when I have to dig deep. No pun intended. And that is when I remind myself of this story and it helps me to keep going because I don't want to miss out on my gold. Now let's explore a few more reasons you might want to give up before you hit your gold. One reason is often time frame. Often we don't exactly know when we will reach our goal and this makes it really tough. You know, it's one thing if you have a specific time frame, like when you are doing a course and you know exactly when your last module ends. But with many of our big goals in life, we have no idea when it will happen. And also, often it depends on a breakthrough, so it's not completely in our control. For example, meeting someone or talking to someone who wants to work with you and believes in your vision, being at the right event at the right time, the right person seeing your ad, or, I don't know, being at the right place at the right time to meet your soulmate, whatever it is. And then sometimes there's just no getting around the time it takes for the seeds we plant to grow and give us fruit. Now that time in between requires a lot of perseverance and because we don't have a guarantee of when we will get it, we are prone to get frustrated and give up. Now on the topic of time, we often have a warped sense of time nowadays because of the instant result and instant gratification world we live in. This makes us impatient and unrealistic about how quickly we will reach our goal. 
I came across this wisdom twice in the last week, once from Rich Roll in a podcast interview, and I also read it in Tony Robbins' book, Money Master the Game. So I think the universe wants you and me to really know this. We tend to overestimate what we can accomplish in a year and completely underestimate what we could do in a decade. So beware of this time trap. If the goal is worth it for you, it's okay if it takes longer to achieve. Some things just take time. Another nasty pitfall can be comparing yourself with others who are on the same road as you. Uh, this could be related to financial success, relationship success, weight loss, business, career, or whatever, you fill in the blank. When we often compare ourselves with others and feel like we are always lagging behind, we start to tell ourselves that we are not good enough and that maybe we should go a different way. Focus on your path, please. You have no idea what happens behind the scenes for that person. And even though you might have similar goals, your journeys there will be different. So please show yourself enough respect to allow yourself to walk your own path in your own time. Now, you may have your own pattern that always pops up and keeps you from reaching your goal. Maybe you are afraid of how your success will change your life and relationships. Perhaps you fear you still won't be happy even after achieving it, so you rather keep that out of reach so there's still something to hope for. Maybe you are tired of doing the things you have to do to be able to follow your dream, or perhaps you are tired of the people you have to associate with. Explore whatever that is for you and use that knowledge to move beyond it. Because remember, Darby learned his lesson and used it to become highly successful. If you don't learn your lesson, you will repeat your painful pattern. Now, maybe these few tips will help you move beyond your usual quitting point. When you get tired, take a moment to recalibrate. Remind yourself of your why. Visualize the joy of your success if you keep going. Visualize your life after you have already reached your goal. Find extra support to help you carry the load when you get tired. Just keep going, no matter how small your progress seems. Remember the power of compounding. James Clear reminds us that if you can get just 1% better each day, you'll end up with results that are nearly 37 times better after one year. Ask for expert advice if you are stuck or need to fix your process. And one thing that I really like to do and that I've been using a lot recently is to just focus on getting through this day. Just for today, don't quit. Just for today, keep going. And then tomorrow, you do the same. If your goal is worth it, keep going. Right now, you could just be three feet away from your best life, but you will never know if you quit now. So give yourself that opportunity and that chance. Well, that's it for today, my friends. Thank you so much for tuning in again and listening. I hope that if you were on the verge of quitting or if you were starting to get tired, that this story will be a guiding light for you as well and a reminder that it is worth it to keep going. I hope you have a wonderful rest of your day or evening. And as always, remember to live an empowered life. I'll catch you in the next one.